0: the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, Settle in and get ready for this episode of Making a Mark. Hello and welcome, guys. It is a great time to be alive. It's Friday and we are recording live here on YouTube for another beautiful episode of Making a Mark. I am joined, as always, by someone who has made an astounding, like truly flabbergasting goal of not running one, not two, but three marathons this year ashley ulmer come on up to the stage
1: wait what, what are you talking about three marathons
0: yeah you <laughs> remember before the 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 video here i was astonished uh that you said you were you had signed up for three marathons to run this year that just feels like a really ambitious yeah, new year's resolution totally. that you promised you would do so yeah, I, I don't know do you yeah,
1: want <laughs> to uh december and i'll, I'll be on that I don't know where I don't know where this came from. I don't know why you're putting me on the spot like that, but I definitely don't run. So that's not me.
0: Actually, it's 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 if you haven't picked up, we're on episode what 16 now. I'm gonna try and throw you off a little bit on, on the intro every time. It's I'm part, already part of thrown off. I was say I,
1: I was saying I'm already thrown off because as you can hear, my dog is going crazy in the background and I can't get him to chill out, so I'm already frazzled. So you're just throwing me off my game, even more so right now.
0: Oh, well, that's the name of the game. Uh, this show is all about keeping everybody a little bit off balance, and uh, yeah, keeping it, keeping it raw, keeping it real. Um, <laughs> speaking, speaking of which, uh, I'm gonna blow up our question today. So I know we had talked. We had originally planned on talking about um, what have we originally talked about? New, oh yeah, new like how, new ideas, for business for your business. Yeah. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. And I have a different topic. And I'm going to wait to roll that out um, oh. once everybody comes on stage. So uh, who do we have joining us today?
1: We have the amazing Joe Cavazos and do you want me to say, do you want me to say the second guest or not yet? Yeah. And Josh Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
0: Hey.
2: Oh
0: uh, Guys, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Good to be here.
2: Yeah. Excited to be here.
0: Joe. Do you want to tell folks a little bit about yourself? I I, I I feel like there's some guests I know a lot of things about and some guests I barely know anything about. And so it feels unfair for me to tell people all the things I already know about you, but uh, yeah. Why, why uh, what makes you great?
2: What makes me great? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Uh, no pressure. Uh, yeah. Nah, man. I don't know. Uh, just, I like, like to work hard and create things. I mean, I've been doing this, uh, been freelance designer for nine years now, but, uh, you know, been kind of in the creative world for the last 20. I'm a, I'm an old head uh, when it comes to uh, creating. And so, um, down in Mission, Texas, South Texas, uh, uh, got three kids, a wife, and, uh, you know, just enjoying life down here. But that's pretty much it. That's what makes me great. I love it. I love
0: it. And uh, we'll, we'll take a look at some of the stuff here in just a second. But uh, the projects that I know you're involved in are obviously like your own design stuff Uh, and then you are one one half of the Sunday social magic Mm -hmm. and is there any other
2: stuff you've got going on these days? Uh, yeah. Sunday. So, I mean, I guess I should talk about what, what I really do. <laughs> yeah. Sunday mm-hmm. social, uh, you know, I partnered with my friend, John mom, and, uh, we help churches with graphics, social media, um, um, creating content for that. And then, uh, another project we got going is new supply, which is like, a yeah, a that's right. of Yeah. Drops every month of uh, assets from great designers. Um, you know, that just create, create stuff. Uh, every, uh, every month we drop three different products and you just sign up for that month at a killer deal, uh, of like five bucks a month. And, um, yeah, those are kind of the two big projects I got going right now and some in the back burner, back burner that can't talk about yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Of course. No, I love, uh, I mean, I love, I love all three of these things, but one of the things that's cool to me about new supply, and I guess it's kind of the similar model from, Sunday social is it's just a flat monthly deal for killer stuff. And so uh, depending on your situation, especially uh, if you are you know, on staff at a church and needing to crank out graphics, I know churches that have like big media departments that still subscribe to Sunday social, just because you never know when you need to fill the gap and uh, do some other stuff in here. Mm-hmm. And you know how much I love these season kits too. I think that that's a fantastic idea and way for, you to really kind of have a theme for a chunk of time uh in your deal. Uh yeah, Josh. How are you doing today my dude? Thanks for joining us. I'm good.
3: I'm good. Yeah, thanks. I'm excited to be here. My first podcast appearance, so if I come off extremely awkward and weird, I just I'm just getting some experience. It's
0: okay. <laughs> I've done tons of podcasts and I'm awkward yeah. and weird. So you're you're in good company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: uh yeah where are you from what do you do uh i'm from california um we bounced around a lot um but currently still live in california um and right now i've balanced between like agency design um working at uh different churches uh, and freelance design i was freelancing for a couple years before um late last year i took a job with a crypto company called valence because i've been doing a little bit more of that in the past couple years um So building like web-free products, like wallets, um, working on NFT collections, that kind of thing.
0: That's so cool. So when you're doing that stuff, are you like doing UI UX stuff or are you like creating actual um, artwork for some of those platforms?
3: For this company, more the UI UX stuff. I actually got my start as well as like a web designer and then UI UX designer and then product designer as the terms just kind of like morphed and changed over time. Um, and then, so I got my start there and then over time kind of worked my way more into graphic design, branding, art direction, eventually type design, uh, 3d art, that kind of thing. I just kind of like collect skills <laughs> over time,
0: um, I love that. whatever
3: kind of, uh, intrigues me. Um, how long, but, how long yeah. have you been in, in the industry quote unquote? Um, about eight years. Before okay. that, I, yeah, I got my start in YWAM. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. You yeah. missions like a big international missions organization. Um, uh, I'd made like posters for my friends bands growing up. So when they needed, uh, some just like advertising for schools or programs, I was just like, well, I know Photoshop a little bit. And then they needed a new website. So I was like, well, I can teach myself how to make something that way. This was like, I think before Squarespace or whatever. Yeah. So I built something on, on WordPress. Um, And then when we stepped out, that's when I was like, well, I should probably get like a real job and uh, joined a local agency, um, got an internship, got another job after that. And that kind of went from there. That's cool. Cool. Dude, your stuff is is
0: very strong. I haven't uh, looked at yours or Joe's like feeds in a while, but I know that you're cranking out good stuff. Um, And you're you're some part associated with Choir Girl, too, right?
3: Yeah. So that's just me and a couple of friends who wanted to get together and make stuff on the side. Um, we, yeah, we, it kind of started from trying to figure out ways to work with musicians, um, who just didn't have like a ton of startup capital. You know, they couldn't, they didn't want to sign with a record label and like kind of sign their life away. Um, Mm. but they also didn't have a ton of money to spend like, you know, $4,000 Four thousand dollars on like an album cover and campaign rollout and stuff. So we're like, well, what can we do to um, to work with these guys and maybe do have like a different revenue model, like profit splits or just like I don't know some revenue sharing, or we'll work with you on an album cover and some singles and like a campaign rollout, and then uh, you know maybe we'll take like a profit split on like a merch series or something. So, but also it's just kind of like we wanted to take projects that we wanted that were interesting. And, um, we wanted to work with people that we really believed in. Like at the top, I think there's, um, an album cover we worked on, um, right in the middle there, that kind of collage one on the back. Oh, that's, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah. it's like, um, an album cover for a, an artist we love named Ethan Nathaniel. Um, just a super talented musician, singer. Um, but, you know, he's just getting started out. It's, uh, it would be, it's tough for him to like you know, pay for all this stuff unless we're, we're here to kind of step in and just like work with them. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of like an off and on thing. We don't really take a whole lot of work because we all have other stuff that's going on. So
1: Um, is it, so first of all, the name choir girl, that's so good. Like I've been obsessed with that name. That's so sick. Um, But like, is, so like all these pieces of artwork, that's Josh is looking at the screen right now. Are those like, do you guys create those and then art like artists, can come on there and say, Oh, we like that one. Let's modify it for us. Or this, it's just basically like, this is a portfolio of things you guys have done. So it's not like it's pre-made stuff they can pick from, right? You, you're you making it right. custom for them. Okay, cool.
3: Right. It's kind of like we needed something to show what we could do. So this is kind of a collection of stuff from me. Um, Brett Lee Ruggles is a UI UX designer, but uh, she does a lot of like film and video before that. She's working for uh music bed right now. Um and then Mitchell McCleary, who's design lead at Jesus Culture. Uh, I met both of them when we were all kind of working at the same time at uh, Bethel here in Reading.
1: Oh. Okay. Um,
3: and so, yeah, that's how we got to know each other. Um, but we just kind of threw it all up there just to show kind of what we could do.
1: Cool. Um,
0: yeah. I, I do have to confess here, Josh, that uh, people like you make me mad. Uh, because you're like, you start out, you're great at something, right? You, you're you're just killing it. And then you say, oh, but what if I like jump lanes and then spend three years doing this other thing and become excellent at that as well? And meanwhile, I'm over here like trying to catch up with uh, with Josh 1.0. And uh, yeah, some, some folks just have it all. And I'm, I'm glad to have you with us here today. Uh, let, that brings us into our next segment of the show. How'd you make it? Ash, what are the pieces that we wanted to have? The, so basically, the way this works, guys, is you guys will pull up some something you've made recently. And uh, we would love to just kind of have you walk us through the thought process behind it, how it was made, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, Josh, when you go. OK, so scroll down a little bit. The one I picked was right there. This one, right? Yeah. I thought that one was super cool.
3: cool. Thank yeah. you. Um, Yeah, this is a while back. I'm trying to remember if I was using a hundred um, weeks
0: ago that was what two years
3: ago oh my bad (laughs) 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 yeah i don't i don't post the time it's funny you were talking about like oh i hate people like that i can just like change lanes but i've been thinking a lot about this where it's like you guys have heard that that uh that phrase the riches are in the niches uh, Mm -hmm. where it's like if you really want to be successful you have to you have to figure out like a very defined lane and then you own that Um, yeah so, I mean, I would say you fall into this Josh with like your you know oh. logos for youth groups and churches. Um, and then yeah, Ash with more like illustrative stuff but even Joe like um, very like photo collage stuff. That's like very cool visual art. Um, and so I've just kind of like tried to do that. Like I tried to do that with graphic design with web design with type design and later with 3D. Um, and every time I just get so burnt out on it, um, that I kind of like keep switching lanes. And then I feel like, I feel like it has held me back a little bit, a little bit in that people could come to my like Instagram or portfolio and they're like, well what's the what guy? does he do? yeah. What do I what do I get from this guy? Like I hire him to like do what then? Um, you know, it's like you go to yeah. Joshua Noom's account and it's like I'm gonna get Joshua Noom's style for my... Right. You're gonna
0: get person. some illustrations, it's gonna be this kind of kind of vibe, and like yeah, there's a pretty clear connection points. Yeah, but from a career standpoint, I, I still think it's it's impressive. And and there's like an intangible mm-hmm. stuff that I see through your stuff where it's got really great, like st- I don't know if structure is the right word. Yeah. But in the same kind of like intangible thing that like Wes Anderson has going on where you're like, mm-hmm. look at it and you're like, there's, I can't name what it is or like why, mm-hmm. but like it, it just jumps off the page at you and, mm-hmm. man, props to you on that one. Uh, tell us about this thing that you made two years ago mm-hmm. though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was learning 3d. I think I'm not sure if this is in blender or cinema 40 blenders, like a three program. Yeah, yeah. With, um, Uh, It says Blender Blender, in the hashtags. Oh, okay. So Blender. Yeah. So uh, people have reached out and they're like, okay, what do I do to get started in 3D? And I'm like, download Blender um, because it's free and it has everything that you can do. Um, And so I was just learning it, experimenting (laughs) with it. And I think you were talking about like personal, personal style that kind of emerges. Like, I feel like for me, that's emerged over time from really trying to not have a personal style. And then the more work you produce, it just kind of emerges over time. Yeah um sure so yeah so when i was experimenting it was just like man i love (laughs) i love shiny gold chrome stuff and also jesus um so (laughs) how can i yeah how can i make just something interesting with like simple shapes and then these are a couple like 3d models that i found um for free there's a ton of them on the web so you just kind of mix and match and combine things um well while while you learn so you know it's like the best way to learn something is just work on projects using those skills so Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel like uh, I, I've used Adobe Dimension, which is, mm. is much more limited than uh, Blender. And I feel like the textures in Blender are just so much nicer. Uh, Joe, you do a lot of this. Uh, it, one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on the same show is you'll have, in some ways, a, a similar style. And, mm. and I, I, I say that very broadly. What I mean is like mm. it, it, feels, it feels... Futuristic is also like a yeah. crappy word to use, but... You guys both feel like y'all are like living in 2035 and ahead of the curve. That might be the word. Y'all are ahead of the curve. And like, I'm just like, I don't even want to try and figure out how you did this because it's so much of it is so crazy.
1: Yeah. Like what, like what's the term? Like it's not, not futuristic, but it's almost like it's things you would picture like in your dreams. Like it's like,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: um, know what I'm saying? Like it's like surreal, like surrealism, like surreal. Yes. Like it is. Both of them are very surreal. Super cool. This is the one this I. Was, picked.
0: I loved this one. I think it's super nice, um, Joe. You wanna you wanna unpack Space Chaser for us? Um. Yeah. Again, <clears throat>
2: this was a while back. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. I I, <laughs> might pay oh, my your I
1: just wanted. Yeah. I didn't want to pick it's the all first good.
2: one. Nah, don't pick the first one because that one that one was a while favorite. back too. So uh, <laughs> it's been a while since I posted new work. But uh, no, I mean my thing over with Instagram was just kind of exploring. Um, and some stuff you can go through there and there's some stuff that's like, uh, what was I thinking? And I think just like Josh is like, I always try to avoid to have a style, but in that process of avoiding, like I picked up a style, uh, and it's always like trying to dig something new. Um, and to me, I feel you know, like maybe like a, in a sense like a DJ, like a DJ visual remixer and just always looking at images and trying to figure mm. out like how can I take this one image. And turn it yeah. into something else, and that's usually what, like, the process starts for me. Uh, so for this one example, like, I had you know pictured this, um, the the image of, of the astronaut, you know, uh, saved for a while, and it was just the process of like tinkering and playing. And so that's Instagrams, you know, the stuff I post there. Most ninety percent of that stuff, it's not intentional in any way. It just starts sure. with one image, and then it's like mixing uh, other imagery. And, um, and in that process, it's like, you know, we get this. And so sometimes it's hard because I know some people like, you know, especially like going into like school <clears throat> or, you know, thinking about projects, like you always kind of want to have the end goal in mind. And for me, a lot of my work, that's not there. Like, you know, I don't even sketch this stuff out. Um, but then I finally kind of embrace that and like, Hey, that's part of my process is <clears throat> just, you know, kind of tinkering until you figure out something. Um, yeah. And one of the things I would add about Josh's work, and it's a huge thing, uh, is that um that you could see you might say, Josh, oh well, you know, I've tinkered around, moved around a lot, but you you can definitely see you have really good taste uh with what you create. And I think that's what sometimes separates designers and creators Ooh. is just that 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 taste. And yeah, uh, that okay. you can only get exactly. it from doing stuff over and over and over. And it doesn't matter what the technique is. It doesn't matter what the software is. It's like that. Do you have good taste? And mm. how do you translate right. that into what you make? Do this you is not them? the topic today, but you—that that is a, a fantastic
0: point. And it's something that I've thought about um, in the past is like, People told me when like before I started doing graphic, like that's why I got the apprenticeship that I got. I wasn't like going up for it or whatever. And the guy said, oh, you have a good eye. Like I was just laying out a piece of of print stuff that I needed to get done. And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like I I hear you. Is that like a prerequisite for doing this stuff or can it be learned? I guess that's the better question is, can it be a learned skill? Because I also feel like I have worked alongside of or over designers that – um, it it's clear they there is no like sparkle in what they're doing. It's like you have they don't understand. They know the tools. They understand like the bones of graphic design, but like the pieces aren't coming together. Hmm. And is that something where like, it, it like kind of the the ratatouille thing? It, can anyone cook? You just got to practice, or is there mm. something that you're born with, like an intangible element sauce. in y'all's mind?
1: It's the sauce that everybody has. It's what we always talk about. It is. It's (laughs) that's we should
0: we should have called this podcast the sauce because I I feel like it comes (laughs) up every single episode. It's
1: true. I know. I think you really failed by changing it to making a mark instead of the sauce. But (laughs) yeah, I it is. It really like it is like that special sauce. Like, you know, at least I've talked about this in the past, but at least for me, like when I'm creating, I feel like at some point I could just feel like I just know it's done. Like, I just know it's it's where mm-hmm. it should be. And it's that, I don't know, maybe, you know, we could say we could credit it to being the Holy Spirit. We could credit it to being our gut. I don't know, but it's just that that sauce that you just know this is it, you know? And I don't think every single designer has that or maybe everybody does, but it's their own version of that because I think God uniquely creates that in each of us. So I think it's different for everybody, but I definitely think to be successful- you have to have some sort of eye or some sort of sauce, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a total yeah, sense. Josh, what do you think?
3: Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I mean, this is a lame answer, but both and I guess, cause it's like, you got to start with it. Of course, kind of like just like a naturally talented app or something, but it doesn't matter how much talent you have. If you're not going to work at it and develop it because um, eventually we're going to pass you up. Um, and so I feel like, I do kind of I've thought about this a lot and I feel like taste really is um yeah you're born with it but it's also like an an objective skill that you can develop over time and that's just a lot of being intentional about where your influences come from you know it's just like curating your Pinterest board or something like that um you know it's are you are you looking outside of just like design Instagram accounts um for inspiration are you trying to push mm. yourself to really look at things, um, are you, yeah, are you looking outside of like um, the stuff that you normally like and trying to um, broaden and expand your influences? I guess because it's really like there's no way you can come up with something completely original all the time. The stuff that we produce is very much a. I mean, I you know, do. You're filtering, okay. <laughs> right? Right, exactly. But not all of them. Most of us can't. You know, <laughs> not of us. Not all all of us are just at your level. So it's like. <laughs> you know you gotta like you're you're kind of like working on your funnel of like influences that are going into your brain and Mm. then you know there you bring your special sauce to it and then your output is that so it's like you have to kind of curate and influence that funnel because it's like yeah there's a lot of people who um uh it's also like very personal too so it's like you can't you could go up to someone and, you know, or you could be talking to someone and be like, I have more like Photoshop skills or something than you. But if you said like, my taste is better than yours, that would be like an insult, right? No. Like you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't tell, they would be offended <laughs> right. by that. But in a lot that's of all- cases, it's very true. You know, it's like, I've worked at this for a while. Like I know what I'm looking at when I'm telling you that this is good or yeah. this is not going to work. Like, trust me when I say that, you
0: know. Dang,
2: that's good um i think it's i think it's developed for sure because i mean i'm coming back like you're not seeing any of my work from the early 2000s and you know for me it wasn't necessarily the process of like it just came it was like just hours and hours before this before instagram before facebook like just Mm -hmm. digging in and working and creating and creating and eventually came out i see guys like young guys like yourself and you know uh and, you know, other, other other artists that are coming up and I'm just like blown, like just their skill level and yeah. the taste, you know, that's like just like I, within a couple of years. And, you know, which is cool. Like, I love seeing that. I just know for me, it was a grind. Like it took years in the making. Yeah. Um, so I, I can see people developing it. Just I think some people just give up too soon um, mm. and that's mm. or they get sold or they get lost on the technical aspect of it. And because that's the things like you, you have you have to have good taste, but then you also have the technical, the
1: mm. you know
2: uh, development. And I think some people get t- so enamored about like how do you do it, you know, what yeah. software, all this that 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 they like they don't focus on the the taste aspect. Mm-hmm. That
0: is an yeah. interesting yeah. one, and it's to me it's good, uh, good, good, good muscles for somebody who's going to be a an art director or like a marketing director to have is. I have good taste, but I can't like produce things mm. because I've bumped into people like that, that have a better eye than me or are better at articulating. Like this is the style and this is it. And this isn't it. And there's fine differences between the like, yes. And the no there. And I'm like, man, you have like vision and it's not like somebody just being picky for the sake of being picky. Like I see what they're saying and I'm like, yeah, let, let me go. Let me go run over there. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think uh, I think it's like it's like most stuff in life where the people who are naturally good at it, like pick it up easier and have more fun doing it. And so like are more likely to make a career out of it. Uh, But I think that anybody can learn it. Uh, At least I like to like to think so. Like it's it is a because like like you were all saying, like, Ash, you've developed a nose for like, when is the project done? When is it ready to ship? Mm -hmm. And you can't have that day one that is something you have to develop over time yeah, which makes sure. me think the other parts of it you can develop over time too mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean obviously like the skill aspect it it develops over time because i mean like like joe said if you look at some of the stuff i created in 2007 like it'd be like it's not even the same person like it doesn't even look like it'd be super funny to actually look at. i wish i can show you stuff but yeah it's like it's you know you develop that skill over time and you start to develop even your style over time just by the repetition of it. But I mean, I truly believe like that everyone like has, because I mean, we're created by a creator, right? Like he's Mm -hmm. a creative God. I think everybody has some sort of creative aspect to their personality or in their, in their mind or in their heart, whatever you want to say. But even if they're not like an artist, like I say this to my husband a lot, like, because like he couldn't like he, he can't draw for anything like that's like his least like you know skill he has but he's so creative in very different ways than me and like even the way he processes things so i think like everybody you know whether you're a designer or not is intrinsically creative in some way whether that's you know i don't know music or whatever but yeah i think everybody is can be creative
0: actually i uh I think I'm gonna. I know you did. you meant it as a compliment, but I'm gonna start using it as like one of those like subtle insults to people. Wow, like you're, just your heart, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you're just such a creative processor.
1: You're just so creative. You're so special. You're creative
0: in so many ways, but this one.
1: I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're
0: here. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Guys, this is already fantastic, and uh, I feel like every one of these episodes and conversations are like a totally like new daily special at the mm-hmm. at the soup kitchen. I don't know why we're at the soup kitchen, but <laughs> every one of them is different, and and I think that's part of what makes them great. Last yeah. week, and, a, and and honestly, fairly often we end up talking about social media and yeah. how that affects either you know the projects you have coming in as a as a creator. Or maybe it's part of your job. Maybe you're a social media manager for somebody else or you're a church or an organization. And like you've got to put stuff out there. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're probably touching it at some level because just by the yeah. nature of the thing. Um, and so I, I we had a different topic set up for today. And I was on the on the phone earlier with a buddy and he dropped this line and he's actually going to be a guest in a few weeks and i was like boom that's that is that is the topic for today because i think it is fresh it's fantastic it's wild and the question is what would you do if tomorrow all the social platforms blew up mm. you got canceled tiktok yeah. like what, what got tanked mm. whatever mm-hmm. social media is no longer a thing at all yeah what are you doing um both with your time, but also like, okay, cool. Like we had a nice break. Now we are, you know, uh, we got to drum up business. How does, how does my thing work now? And I I really wanted to, I'm excited to hear y'all's responses because you know, everybody at the table here has some reps under their belt. Like, like this is not, you know, some, some folks we've had on, been at it, you know, a year, two years. And, and, and you guys have been doing it a long time. Y'all may feel uh, at some level, like I do, a little bit ready to get off the treadmill and can we, am I going to No, but like what else is out there? And I I look wistfully and longingly at at my friends who have said, yeah, I quit social media. And I'm thinking like, how on earth could I do that? How on earth could my, my church or my business or, you know, whatever organization do that. But I just think it's a fun exercise today to try on for size. Okay. What, what does your life look like 30 days into, you know, uh, social media has has gone away life. I gave a, a, a super expanded question to give you guys time to process and think about yeah. your answers. And I have diarrhea of the mouth constantly <laughs> on these episodes. So uh, Ashley, do you want to go first or do you want me to sure. to kind of unpack my answer? And no, then we'll I go Ash, Joe, Josh, and then back to Josh.
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, first of all, I would go if there was no social media I would go back to old school and I would start myself a street team and I, we would pass out flyers on the cars in the mall, mall parking lot telling oh. people that I do design to market myself. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that.
0: But, oh, I, was, I was said that sounds yeah. charming, actually, because you love working with local, don't you?
1: Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, I love working with local clients. I mean, the majority of my clients aren't local, but um, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I've actually talked about this. Street team. Um, with my husband, like, I think it so I think about it in two ways. So if social media, like if if I just got canceled myself and everybody else was still on social media, I would probably like lose my mind because I'd be like, oh, well, everybody else is still out there doing it. And I can't. But if everybody got like social media was just done, like they just took it away and everybody yeah. was like at a level playing field. I'd be like, OK, cool. Well, let's let's do this like the old school way. Um, and I think that would actually be kind of nice if nobody had it. Like I'd feel like it'd be fair. Um, But I don't know, like, cause I use social media for marketing, like as far as getting my name out there, I guess. So like, that would be my first thought is like, how am I going to market myself without social media? And I think I would, you know, obviously go back to like the old school way of, you know, going to events here in town and meeting people, passing out business cards, like that kind of stuff. Um, But as far as like, cause I also use it to create just for fun. Like Joe was saying, like to kind of explore, Mm. like it's almost like a medium to, just create stuff um that I wouldn't normally create for clients. So yeah. if if that got scratched that itch too. Yeah. So if that went away, I don't know. I feel like that I would kind of I don't know. I don't know if I would really like have the desire to create stuff just to create it for fun, because I don't I don't know even know where I'd put it, you know. So I don't yeah. know. That'd be kind it of is weird.
0: A, it is a nice exercise like to to know that hey like i'm making this for for me but like somebody else is going to see it and react to it and give me some like kind of feedback on it at some level yeah Mm
1: -hmm. for sure Mm, i hadn't
0: even thought about that side of things yeah okay uh obviously we're going to be continuing to unpack the layers of this but those those great little pass number one joe what you got
2: um i mean i probably have a lot more time on my hands so i don't know what i do with that but uh yeah, I mean, I guess with anything beyond social media, it's like I mean, to me, it's always been about building relationships. So I guess I'd lean into those relationships I've built through the years. Um, you know, like if it was like looking for work or, you know, like, you know, to me it's always been like try try not to burn any bridges, you know, along the way. And I think, you know, in anything um uh, like this, like, you know, just leaning into those relationships I've built through the years, go back. You know, maybe make some phone calls or emails, uh, you know, but yeah, I, as far as like drumming up work, I think there's enough built there that I can go back to, um, Yeah, yeah as far as like posting work and things like that, it's been, I've kind of been on a, a I would say a long sabbatical from posting work. I mean, I've, I've been away from it for a while and uh, just, so I'm also in that process of like, you know, what if I just stop, um, mm-hmm. you know, but. You know part of me is like you know I do still have that itch in there somewhere and you know like I don't want to let go so I don't know yeah. I don't know if uh, I ever get to that point of like okay just completely off social media uh, yeah. but I do look you know I love from the beginning from the get-go when I started creating and posting uh, when there was only like uh, my wife and my mom following like that was always fun uh, you know and then as it grew you know uh, you know maybe it does, there's a little bit more intimidation or like, you know, even me as somebody who's been doing it for a while, it's like, you know, putting stuff is out there. So it'd be nice to maybe just not have to worry about that.
1: Mm -hmm. For
2: sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh.
0: As we were doing the intros, I realized, oh, you guys are not like super, super like y'all. I'm sure like open Instagram and stuff, but y'all aren't like on the grind, like posting all the time. So I said, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all already are kind of thinking this way, at, or, yeah. or potentially, and uh, or at least have adjusted your your life around at some point. And Joe, you also yeah. mentioned, you know, like uh, I'm just there's a little itch or a little fire, a little spark to do it, but also kind of want to get off the bike. And I've, yeah. I've realized that most of my like design heroes, like, like the guys that I'm like, Oh, these are like modern day legends. They don't post. And like, they barely do podcasts. They're like the opposite of me. They're not doing any of like this stuff right here. Uh, They're 0% thirsty, right? Like they're just like, you know what I care about is like doing good work and I've got the clients, I've got the awards, I've got the stuff. Now I just want to go like, like enjoy and be like a wholehearted human or like totally dive into the work. And Mm -hmm. I see you guys kind of doing, doing a version of that. And uh, it is, it is interesting. Like sometimes I look at them like you're crazy. And then other moments I think like, Oh, uh, maybe that will be my life one day, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Josh, what are your thoughts, man?
3: Uh, Man, I got a lot of thoughts. I feel like initially I would feel so relieved and just like, (laughs) like I can get off that treadmill. It's like, this, (laughs)
0: relief is a great word
3: yeah because it's like this is i mean instagram and like now tiktok and stuff like i feel so uh like it feels like such a job to me um to like post stuff and like create stuff for the gram especially because i'm generally just like allergic to just content for content's sake like i'm only i only really want to post something if i'm like really confident and like proud of it and mm. so that stuff like takes a lot of time for me. Like I've gotten a lot faster over my career. It's just like, you know, you get faster at things. Um, but that grind of like, okay, you got to post three times a day. You got to do carousels. Okay, now carousels are out. So you got to do reels. like, I don't want to do a <laughs> real, man. Like, and yeah. I posted one, like I put a little motion to a 3D thing and it all, and that bombed. And I was just like, what am I doing here? You know, like, why am I continually trying to appease the algorithm? Like mm-hmm. that does mm. I don't know. Um, So I think, yeah, a little bit of relief in that sense. Um, Practically, I feel like there's, I don't know, we were going to talk about new business ideas uh, before. And so I was thinking about like potentially NFTs because um, I've sold a few of those. Um, But, and I know Joe, you have as well. And that but, like, stuff's that really I,
0: like community heavy too, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's so, I mean, almost even more so than, just like drumming up work through Instagram. Like, uh, I, I've kind of not been burnt out a little bit, but I don't, I'm not in that like rat race then. Cause that's all, you know, you have the, the Instagram grind, like you got to post all the time. You have to like get engagement that kind of thing. Um, NFTs is all on Twitter. Like it's that, you got to be good on that platform and build your audience okay. that way. Um, which I'm also just, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't have enough to say like... or like, yeah. Um, so in that sense, so I feel like um yeah, I really resonate with what you were saying, Josh. Um because it makes me think of this this designer named Eric Hurtchen, who I think you should you should have on the on the pod for sure. Okay. He's like he's act at Eric Hurgen um on Instagram. He's worked he, he works with like Sting, he's worked with John Mark with one a lot. Just like one okay. of the most talented, thoughtful, like kindest designers in the business. Um, I would say. But he like you know, doesn't have like a hundred thousand followers, though so he deserves it, and um, he mm. doesn't really post a whole lot. Most of the stuff he posts, like, is just like, "Hey, I made this really cool graphic for Sting." Whatever. Um, Sheesh. And yeah, branding is on point. Yeah. He's just like so. He's so good. Um, And so much of this yeah. is really, really simple, mm-hmm. but
0: it just feels fresh, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. like, wow.
3: Um, yeah yeah, i'm a a big fan following immediately (laughs) yeah to be like uh to be good enough to where i think he's got just like a a good network of clients where he doesn't need social media to drum up work um so yeah yeah that's that's the goal for sure
0: yeah and ron uh starling last week said said something that i was like a little bit of a gut check he was like we are so good at the media part uh, we have to remind ourselves to be good at the social part. Like that's, you know, yeah. people are going to congregate and gather and want to talk and share experiences. And that's going to happen. I think if, you know, if all the social platforms blew up tomorrow, it would happen. Like, I think uh, in-person event attendance would skyrocket.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so
0: anytime, whether it's a creative conference or something you're trying to get like clients out of or whatever, like, you know, I would I would now take all of the time, effort, and money that I put into... Social and, and reallocate some of that to, uh, hey, I need to make sure I see my buddies, right? I want to show them what I'm working on. I want to, like, you know, go catch up and 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 get inspired and, and get in the room with some people. Um, not that that's not a priority now, but I think we get little sips at that all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, the 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 word the fact that you use the word relief though Josh man that was and the fact that I resonated like so hard with that immediately I was like mm-hmm. oh no we we need to make some adjustments if it feels like that much of work to me mm-hmm. um, and I also haven't posted anything yet this year and been feeling uh, a, a mounting daily guilt uh, about that too like mm-hmm. oh gosh I mean I did post about shaving my mustache but that's that's about the extent of it so far. <laughs> um, yeah, so what would I do if all the platforms blew up tomorrow and regardless of whether or not everybody else has access to those things, like I don't have access to them anymore, how am I going to like I think priority 1 for me would be okay, like 99% of my work is project based. And so I don't know where next month's mortgage is coming from because I got to go like meet those people and sell that work. And so I would immediately get into sales mode. Um, and like, you know, all of you have kind of expressed, like, hey, we've we've been at this a while. We've got a bank of relationships, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think really what social media, like how we should be using it is to like meet people and make connections and actually um like like have conversations with other people. And there's other ways to do that. Like we said, you know, you were joking about the street team, Ashley, but like literally like okay, if you're focused on a type of work that can be local. Uh, that may be a great move for you. Um, for me, I probably would be traveling a good bit more, and I feel like I would really, really, really put a ton of focus and, and emphasis on search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. Like, how do yeah. I show up when somebody says church logo? Yeah. Um, and man, if I was spending the time now that I am prepping stuff for social on that, man, that'd be. I, I, I really feel like I could get somewhere. And maybe that's a thing for 2023, because Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2022 was the first time I started showing up in search engines for youth logos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, shoot, like I didn't I didn't really like do any new work or activity to to like get this opportunity in front of me. That feels great. Right. Like it's it's just like a referral from the interwebs. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas like, you know, you work on the Instagram post, you throw it up, and then somebody says, Oh man, somebody shared your stuff. I found you, but then it's gone, right? Like it's it's kind of over after a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think SEO is my short answer that I made really long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like what other what other types of things would you be replacing that time with, Ashley?
1: Hmm. Um I think for me, like, I don't would know. Would you get
0: another chicken or would you like do it still keep doing work stuff?
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't get another chicken. Um, yeah. I mean, I think like for me, I don't think in my life I'll ever be able or I'll ever be doing something that doesn't, isn't involved like with something creative, just cause that's just who I am as a person. So I think honestly, like if that time was taken away, um, I don't know, like I would focus on doing something like creative with my family. Cause I'm kind of, I'm at, I'm at a place with my career, but then also like with, um, my husband's career and everything where I could take time to kind of figure it out for a minute, you know what I mean? And I would take mm-hmm. time to kind of, um, to do something like that. But then, um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Sometimes like Honestly, like this is a little off topic, but like, like, so I'm taking it a step further, I guess. Like if tomorrow, not only did social media blow up, but like my business was like ripped away from me. Like I just couldn't do astral design anymore. It's done.
0: She like, said, you said tear off a bandaid. I'm taking the whole leg yeah, off. If leg. I just my whole out life. Here. No more side business at yeah, all.
1: Everything's gone. Like sometimes a part of me, like a little bit, like I always want to do something creative, but I also kind of would maybe want to do something entirely different. Just like Hmm. completely different, like um, kind of off topic. But like I went on a field trip with my kids um, class yesterday and we went to a water like the how they purify our water for our city here. Like there was the whole factory and stuff. And I was like so amazed by the process of them cleaning this water. Like I thought it was the coolest thing that I was like thinking for a second. I'm like, you know what, if my business wasn't here, I would come work at this place because this is so cool. Like and it has nothing to do with anything I do. But sometimes there's a little bit of part of me that I'm like, well, maybe at, like one day I'll do something entirely different. So maybe like if social media was taken away and my business was taken away, I would maybe kind of pursue something like that. Like That's just something entirely different.
0: Water purification. Actually Omer, yeah. water purification.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be my side hustle.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh Joe, what about you? What's uh what are you filling that time with other than uh,
2: Uh, you know drumming up new work I mean to be honest I mean I think that's where I've been the last six months and I've just been feeling it with like family and uh, being more involved Um, so like I like man I I hit the grind like early on my kids are now like 12 10 and 6 but you know when the oldest was young and she I hardly ever saw her because I was Mm. in that mode of like creating work, one for the fun of it, but two to get work. Uh, my early years yeah. of freelance was pretty tough and that was before starting these other companies as well. So, uh, I think I'm at a mode now, like of kind of like, it's okay not to be in the grind, which is weird because yeah. I, I mean, I even started working, you know, from, uh, I started working since I was 13. Like I've never not had it. Like, you know, um, we, we didn't grow up in a, you know, in, in the household that we had, like I had to work just to, you know, make ends meet and stuff like that. So um, yeah. like I knew like, hey, that that struggle is over there. You always got to be hungry. And so like, but like, you know, now don't have to, you know, which is weird. Uh-huh. Um, So there is that disconnect. And, you know, that's something I've been dealing with, you know, kind of processing the last year or so of like, hey, Joe, you don't always have to like go so hard um, mm. and you can spend things and another. Uh, so it's like right now I'm in a season where uh, my kids are, you know, in um, uh, athletics and I'm volunteer coaching. And so like, I'm like super upset. Like I've turned my obsession <laughs> for what I used to do, like, you know, into that. Um, and like with the art stuff, like that would I post, like it, I would spend an hour creating art, but I spend six, seven hours creating content based on that art, whether it was videos, mm. tutorials. And then wow. it's like the trade, I was like, for what? like you know what, yeah. what's the trade-off um and then it's like you know you get older and you realize like hey man you're just really taking time from your family and like mm-hmm. what is that worth mm-hmm. um and you know so it's it's tough like I think if everything was gone like it's I'm in that process but also part of me doesn't want to let go because you know I always swore to myself that I wouldn't be you know one of the, a, a creative or an artist that like just ends up managing other artists or directing, you know. Like I always want to be. In yeah, you want to stay the in the pro- touching the work. Yeah. yeah. So I've so, said similar yeah. things. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's tough because I don't want to let go of it, but at the same time, I like see the value of the time, especially at the season that my kids are, you know, go like in a couple years, like old is going to be driving pretty soon mm. out of the house. Like, you know, you kind of start like the, the perspective starts mm. changing. And so, yeah. yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that.
1: That's interesting. Sorry, Josh, I know you're next, but I just want to say this. It is interesting. Cause our oldest is 12 as well. And I literally had that revelation the other day. I'm like, dude, he has six years left with us. Like, I mean, if he like went left to, for college and it literally, like I woke up the other night and I'm like, I need to, take like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be pursuing like my creative career I need to like include him in that or I mean all three Mm. of them but I mean because he's very creative too and so like I'm like how can I like spend more time with him by doing what we both love because we don't have much time with him but it's crazy like that you said that because your oldest is 12 too I wonder if it's just Mm kind of like that a life stage it's hitting it's hitting hard yeah it does sorry i'm
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay No, i I feel that and my (laughs) kid my oldest is six and i'm already like as soon as he's gonna be nine and then he's (laughs) gonna be 13 and then he's gonna be 25 and like it's like I, i even look at some of that stuff now and and joe i feel like that is such a healthy answer it wasn't um you know in reality mine might be like go like watch more tv shows or something like lame or whatever but you're like no like i would definitely fill that time with with more family and i'm already kind mm-hmm. of taking steps towards that mm-hmm. um and one thing i want to i want to kind of couch for you guys uh and josh maybe you could kind of speak into this do you feel like the grind season is a required step if you're going to have like a freelance career or like maybe not freelance, but like have your dream job or go do be the thing that you've set out to do. Like, do you have to go through a season of that? I think we all agree. Like there's seasons of life. Like life is not about work. Um, You know, you work to live, not the other way around, but are there some Joe, maybe what I'm saying is like, Joe, do you feel like you, you wasted that time and you should have been with your family that whole time, which is like a terrible way to say it. But, um uh, no you see what i'm
2: saying I'm, yeah i mean i think it, for me it was needed like you know I, i'd be the first one to tell you i wasn't prepared to go i've been freelancer now i i, I don't even say freelancer anymore like independent uh artists or it, you know because it's uh i don't do it it is much different client now but nine years ago like it started nine years ago did not have a financial i was not financially set to do it like it just one of those things that you know we moved into it. And like, you just had, like, for me, I had to put food on the table and it mm-hmm. was just like, that was the driving force. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> like to create just, you know, some of it was for fun, but it was like, okay, got to pay bills. Uh, so, uh, I feel like, you know, for many years and that, even before that, like I was burning, um, you know, I was, I was working, but I also freelance. So, I mean, I was working huge amount of hours 60 80 hours a week you know just just nuts and I wouldn't wouldn't see my family but at the time like that's what I needed to do to provide what needed to provide and so uh, that led to burnout that led to you know uh, you know anxiety depression I mean that so like that that just kind of all eventually hit and then you know, eventually, like, you know, you kind of start that, that changes your perspective of what's important. And so, like, I know that for the long haul, you can't do it, but, you know, sometimes it is a necessity. Uh, and again, I come from the background. Like, I wish, you know, now looking back, I don't think I wasted that, but, you know, we're thankfully to be at a place right now where, you know, we're, you know, we could provide and, you know, we're in a safe space and, you know, my, family doesn't go hungry, you know, and stuff like that. So like, I I know it's because of the fruits of what, you know, but um, you know, I know some people don't have that luxury even now, like at at my age or my stage of life. And so yeah, super blessed to, to be able to, to be, be in that season now. But yeah, I, I think there's some sort of grind in order, like freelance, freelance is cutthroat, man. Like it's, it's tough. And you know, I, 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 you know i i was definitely not prepared and when people email me or message me like hey man it's not easy like don't do what yeah. i did because I, I you know it led for two three years of just struggling and just like you know overworking um, and taking on jobs you didn't want to take on so uh, but i do feel like there is a part of grind and kind of just having to be hungry um, to kind of make it i think
0: that's good um josh it- True faults. The grind season is necessary to get where you're trying to go.
3: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I totally agree with Joe. Like, um, I mean, it goes back to that ten thousand hours thing. Like, to really develop, mastery, you just have to put the time in. And honestly, I would say even more, even more than just time. It's like it's quantity. Like, you have to do a large volume of work as you're developing mm-hmm. your eye, as you're developing the technical skills, um, and and I feel like I heard a quote like a long time ago that was like, if you're not embarrassed by your past work, you're not growing at all. Um, mm. and so it's like a good, <laughs> a good indicator of how far you've come. Like I have a, uh, you might want to show it. I don't know, but, uh, I have a dribble account or, I don't know if you guys remember dribble at all, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, with like, w- right after my first son was born, he's eight. Now, um, I started doing like a hundred days of design thing and posting, trying to make something every day. Um, cause A, I was building on my portfolio to try to get another job and then B, I just like, I kind of had a, um, just a feeling. Of, yeah. I guess I've always had this mindset of, it's just like the, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. Like if you, if I can just get, oh uh, Josh Warner, I posted the link in the, um, in the private chat, that one. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's not a search, um, but you're, let me pull it up here.
3: Maybe that's why I'm not getting more clients. Um <laughs> like if you build got to know something, like if you if I can just focus on getting really, really good at this, then then I'll be okay. And turns out like creative the creative industry is just like a lot more than that. Like if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see some of the very first stuff that I made like in 2015. And it's like not great. <laughs> but this is like I okay, I'm waking up and I'm gonna make something, I'm waking up at mm. five before my son wakes uh-huh. up and I'm gonna make something and I'm gonna post it. Um but yeah. I feel like as kind of embarrassed as I am by some of this stuff, like I haven't I, taken it down just cause it's like, this is where I've come from, you know, like this is everything I am now. is kind of built off of the work that I did previously, like eight years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Was. So yeah. And, and, also, and we've I, talked to good. Oh, uh, i was just say Josh, you said in, a, in another podcast uh, or another episode, I mean um, that like you would recommend new designers to like join a church because it's like you're going to learn how to do everything and you have to crank it out really fast like yeah you it is like a really good like pressure cooker for getting good or better at least quickly Mm. um and i'd say if you want to like go from good to great you might probably want to go somewhere else um unless you're at like elevation or hillsong or something like that but just when you're first starting out just having to do a huge volume of different things it's probably mm-hmm. the biggest key and just, yeah, having that hunger to get up and just do the work. Um And yeah, I that's, mean, like, that's really everything though, you know, like, I, like I'm a big sports guy and it's like, I would think about what are, you know, I feel like being like a top level level creative in, in a lot of ways is similar to being like an elite performance athlete. You know, you just have to like put in the time. You have to think a lot about, you know, your mental state, like being physically in shape has a lot to do with being able to be creative on demand, you know? Mm -hmm. it was like you got to perform on deadline time like you have a conference graphic coming up in like two weeks or something or like probably more like three days or something and you have to put together three Mm -hmm. concepts like you can't just like wait until you're inspired you have to have ideas already circulating in your mind for like the next couple of years and you only do that by like putting in a lot of work being very interested in design um, or like whatever you're you're doing Um,
1: Yeah.
3: yeah That's super good. um and I, and
0: I agree too on like the uh, I think that's a great distinction with the church stuff. like you you cut your teeth on a lot of things, but if you are the most interesting, special, visionary, creative person that you interact with uh, regularly, like you need to you gotta be really intentional about uh, getting outside of that and like finding deeper waters to pull from. And a lot of times in the church, especially if you're in like a mid or small market church, like, you know, that is it. And nobody understands what you do. And you're switching skills so much that, you know, you never quite really get great at videography. You never quite get great at like, um, you know, just all the different tools in the tool belt. And so like you go out, go to some other place where you can learn kind of the next level Uh, whether it be systems or just really rounding out your skill set or what have you. I think, I think Mm -hmm. it's an excellent, excellent point there. Um, Yeah, this is, this is super good. Uh, And I think that the taste thing, I mean, I feel like all this is like kind of melds together. I just noticed like people that have like done it, I see kind of common phases or like steps that they take and they go about it different places or different ways and, and kind of like the timing of these looks different. But I feel like everybody has that, like, Oh, I got, I'm working at it now. I got to get over the hump. And you know that after that point, you've got a, a, a bedrock of clients, you've got a bedrock of skills and a body of work that you can kind of pull from. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely team. You got to go through the grind phase. And I waited probably, you know, eight plus years into my career to start really getting hungry and getting after it. Um, but my life pre that kind of Valley of like knuckle down, like practice and like go meet people. And like before that and after that is wildly different in terms of my enjoyment of the work, the money that I make, like My relationship with clients is drastically better. Mm. And uh, I I, I kind of like chalk a lot. Like that stuff would not have happened if I would just been on kind of like cruise control.
3: I have a job mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I also want to say too, like for me personally, I didn't really like fall in love with design and art until I started doing that grind stuff. Like Mm -hmm. before, I think I was going through like a long period of time or of like, Oh, what's my calling? You know, what's my like great calling on my life. And I'm going to like look around and pray a ton just to figure it out. And it was like, it wasn't, I didn't find my calling until I was already doing it like and putting in the work. Um, and that's when it was like, the more I did it, the more depth I found like every single day, like learning more about designers and history of design and and art. Now I'm learning a lot more about like art in general, hmm. um, which has been inspiring me. Um, but Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like the more you do it, I don't know. You might hate it after a while, but for me, at least the more I did it, the more I loved it. Um, Mm -hmm. so here's me a little bit more.
0: Here's my advice on that too. Like if you say you're a generalist and you're working at a church, you're working at an agency, you're trying to decide if this thing is right for you. Um, I, I would still say like get in there and push because I learned that a life in the music industry is not the life that I wanted at the, ripe old age of it's like 19 or 20 somewhere in there. And like, I like, if you'd asked me at 15, if you had asked me at 18, like, Hey, like, what do you want to do? I would say like, I am failing. I am unhappy. I'm not doing what I want to do. If I'm not like touching music. Right. Hmm. And I put enough gas and emphasis and like stuff on that to try it on for size and go like, Oh no, I don't like this at that level. I don't like this enough for this to be the thing. So rather than me, like kind of like, carry it along and like have it on a leash and say like, Oh yeah, I've got a, you know, I'm a bedroom rock star and like the dream is to go on tour. And I'm the 42 year old guy saying that. Right. Um, like I would carry that around for a long time, but because you put it in the, like put that thing in the pressure cooker and you realize like, Oh, like this is what that feels like to actually have some of that. And I don't even like the early stages of it. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Like what if it was try the next thing? Yeah um ash i've been talking for a long time do you have any anything else to add on that
1: no i mean i was just gonna say like i think the the early grind is is necessary i think it's necessary to like build your skill set but also like like i think of um you know our our businesses my husband and i we've owned throughout the years and grinding and just working all the time in that aspect of it taught me so much as far as even how to like relate to clients, like how to communicate well, um, not only just like creatively, but just like how to um, be successful in, in that side of it too. So I think, I think putting in those hours and putting in all that time is, is necessary to be successful at some point in your career, for sure. I think.
0: And I think you're kind of touching on this. There's a, an element of momentum that comes Uh where you're like yeah you could choose to get off and do something else but at this point you've got systems in place and joe i know that you guys especially with sunday social like y'all have a lot of stuff that needs to go out every month and some of that's you some of that's um other like designers you're coordinating with but like jonathan has like spreadsheets of stuff and like things that need to get filled and, and checked off every month um and but like it's easier to stay on it after that stuff is set up. It's easier to, you know, do your taxes the fourth year you're out on your own versus year one. Um, and I think that, again, that's like the fruit of staying after it and like get in there and do the thing. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guys, another kind of question. We've talked about developing taste. Uh, and And I also think, you know, like as you get to that other side of like, oh, I've made it a mistake I see some some people doing is they kind of stop pushing or they like settle into their style and then it loses that that fresh pizzazz, that razzle-dazzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Where are you going these days for inspiration, new ideas, uh, and kind of like deep inspiration? So this isn't like fun reading or stuff that you're maybe like interested in as a hobby. This is, I need to be great at work so where am I going to like mine deeper? Cause this is admittedly something that I need to reevaluate. So I'm kind of like, uh want to just kind of hear where you guys are at on this.
1: Yeah. Um For me, like what you said uh when you like put out the question, I think sometimes I struggle with that. Like I struggle with um I'm kind of like set in, Oh yeah. I I create these like cute bubbly illustrations and that's kind of like my style. That's like my thing. And so sometimes I like, do think like, Oh yeah. What if one day that's just not like, nobody wants to see that anymore. Like everybody hates that, you know, <laughs> like what am I going to yeah. do? Um, yeah. But I mean, but as far as like inspiration, I'm, I always say that as far as like style wise, like creative wise, like I'm definitely a Pinterest girl. I'm always on Pinterest. Um, and I and I don't know if that's the best place to go. I just, I don't know. I like it. I like what I see on there. Um, yeah. And I definitely, as far as new, Knowledge of like how to run my business and be more successful, I definitely don't do a whole lot in that area. I need to read more and, and grow in that for sure because I don't really do anything other than what I've done, what I've always done, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I think that some of that stuff, like for me, I feel like Pinterest is a great answer, but I feel like this is where I hate the algorithm at some level because it started showing me more and more of the stuff that I like. And when I think about inspiration, I think about like stuff that is uninteresting and like chasing trends, a huge chunk of stuff in the middle that is just like, you know, what good designers are doing these days. Right. Uh, And then there is like, whoa, like how the heck did you come up with that idea? Well, I've been looking through, you know, record labels from, you know, the early days of hip hop. And like, that's where Mm -hmm. this was kind of sourced from. And it's that deep thinking where you see you know, album art and other things come out of there. You're like, wow, this feels like it came out of left field and you seem like a genius. That's like pros looking for their ingredients at like the, you know, the fish market. They're, they're like, Hey, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta have my, like my guy. Sorry. I was got I, was, I watched uh, hero G- dreams of sushi or hero, however you say it. Um, <laughs> and like, it's just like, Oh, this is how like the top level chefs like source their ingredients. Anyway, whole separate thing. Uh, <laughs> Joe where are you going for inspiration and ideas uh and and kind of like
2: things to keep <clears throat> you fresh um the there's a uh, there's a special on Netflix uh the the Taco Chronicles is a good one <laughs> um no uh but Taco Chronicles I'm, yeah yeah uh no but uh just just i think for me it's like digging uh and looking at people people's work that are not necessarily doing the same work that i am so, for example, whether it's films or movies or painters, uh, but then also, like like you said, going deeper and like, OK, who's influencing them and trying to figure out, like, you know, who who are they inspired by or what are they inspired by? And maybe the, like mm. that's usually like the ultimate shortcut, like the fast way of, you know, uh, getting inspiration, I think. Uh, but to me, it's always like looking elsewhere. Um, And for me, that's that's an evolving door uh, because I never just like follow somebody like necessarily for specifically if I'm like inspired by them, like to just that's all I'm going to consume. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those things that I think, like you said, it has to have different levels. And for me, it also has to not just go deep, but it has to go wide. Um, So Mm. for me, that's like, again, film, photography, um, you know, just regular art. Ah, uh, tacos, um, man! That chronicles that. I'm telling you that Netflix bro, special. Bro. I just it's pulled the, it up,
0: and the, I'm telling you, I I cannot watch this because what it's yeah. going to want to make me want to <laughs> do is eat tacos that are not available anywhere near me. Yeah, and, it's probably, uh, it yeah, they probably not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, you've got yeah. a little bit better access in Texas, but uh, yeah. most of our Mexican food here is pretty uh, homogenized,
2: if you will. Uh, yeah, and the, the th- even then, like I think, and as far as like the work aspect, I think you know, following speaking of tacos, uh, you know, like for example, there's a, a buddy of mine that has a, a taco truck here, and just like his work ethic, all all the work, you know, the grind that he's putting, like that stuff is inspirational too. So like, you know, don't think you have to like just focus on like people that are doing the same thing you're doing. And I think you could find inspiration um, anywhere.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. I would say, uh, I would echo that. Like, that's something I've realized more recently is yeah, there's great podcasts and books and like, you know, listicles out there that you can go and read. But people who have run successful businesses before, even if it's not in your industry, but you're like, hey, that guy like understands business. He's, you know, 30 years older than me and he gets how it works. He's weathered some storms. Go like, take that guy out to launch. Like, what? what what do you have to share on like prioritizing, you know, family over work and like how do you balance those things and how do you uh you know, what's the biggest like money mistakes you've made? Like that stuff is is super eye-opening. Um yeah, Josh, what you got?
3: Um yeah, I have, I don't know, a bunch of different places. I feel like a lot of it we were talking earlier about like technical skill and I feel like at a certain point You know, after you've gone through the grind, you achieved, you know, once you get to a certain point, everyone's got similar levels of technical skill, unless you're like a specialist, you're like a really, you know, how to do everything in Photoshop, or, you know, you're a really good filmmaker, editor or something like that. Um, And so the difference then between like being like a really good designer and like a great designer, for example is not the technical skill then it's about how you use those skills it's like the concept behind what you choose to create with those Mm -hmm. um and so that is so like nebulous and difficult um that i think the key to that is really doing your best to um challenge yourself not just in terms of what you're making but also what you're putting in your in your brain and even just like a different approach to looking at inspiration like going on pinterest and rather than like seeing a poster and being like I want to make that poster it's like well what does this poster do well that appeals to me and how could mm-hmm. I take like little bits and pieces of like if you're going on Pinterest and you're like I want to make the style you're just going to look like everybody else if you're going on Pinterest and you're like how what's missing here like what can I add that will stand out and be different then you're at a much better place for like cre- creating something interesting like mm-hmm. Dude, you that's know,
1: like,
0: so, so good. And that seems like a really healthy exercise to get you, like as you're learning as a designer, like never stop, but especially as you're learning, uh make a practice of like, stop. Don't just have the fun reaction to this thing, but take it apart and say, why? Mm. Why is this thing great? Because that'll help you not only like reverse engineer things that you want to get good at, but also explain it because there's, I can't tell you how many times uh, a client, like references a source material or like an inspiration piece or something and say, Ooh, I love this. And then I've got to be the the bad guy that says that doesn't work at all for us. Like it literally can't apply to this project because of this photo. Like you guys don't have any of the things that make this photo great and the name of your thing is four words long and there's this three letters long, like the, the concept will not work for you. Mm. And so like being able to have those conversations with yourself and with the people that you're delivering work for, like that only comes from being able to like take it apart and see like you're saying, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead and continue.
3: Yeah. I mean, especially difficult in, I feel like in the church world because I, I run into so many clients who are like, okay, we want to do something really new and interesting. and different phone cover for our like worship team or something and then it's like you get into the process and you've given a few concepts and it's like it turns out what they wanted was an elevation cover and <laughs> that was there <laughs> it's like oh okay so we're, we're making elevation stuff how do you how do you navigate it's that too and, like, real. Make something interesting it's just it's true like i mean i'm not trying to hate on elevation or anything like that but they're so good and they have so much influence that like people copycat that you know and it's like there's not really that you know if, if creativity is like taking two previously unconnected ideas combining them and making something new from that yeah um you you got to really be careful that you're not just like taking the same idea and rehashing that over and over like you have to yeah, you're not just reheating to actually yeah exactly it's like you can't just like yeah reheat and regurgitate the same stuff over and over like if you're if you're taking it on slash photo, you're finding a nice creative market font, and then you're throwing a black market texture over the top with a verse, over and over and over. Like, you're not you're just not going to grow. You know, I mean, you could do that really well. I,
0: I will say, guys,
3: go <laughs> if, if you're if you're on.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. It, this is great. This is if you're four days into your graphic design career, go do all three of the things he just said a hundred times and you will get you will get clients you will land work Mm -hmm. you will get a job you will do it (laughs) if you want to go to that next level where you're like creating work that people go oh this feels like fresh and interesting like you have a an opinion you have a stance you have like an a voice uh there is something going on here that like draws me in which is really the thing we're all after then you have to do
3: do what josh what do you do to get there (laughs) uh i don't know keep keep working i guess um yeah it's tough though because it's like yeah the that is what a lot of people really want you know and so it's like how do you you know you can be kind of tactical in that where it's like okay i'm gonna go into this pitch and i have three concepts and i'm gonna lead with the most extreme one um, that they will definitely say no to and I'm going to follow that up with the one that I like. That's a little bit less extreme. Soften but they'll them feel up feel like mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll feel like it's a good compromise. And I'm like, okay. And then you've just like subtly manipulated them into doing something interesting rather than just like ripping off another church. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, that is not always work, but. <laughs> That is an unspoken tool in the tool belt from the like veteran creative people <laughs> to, to like, you know, amateurs or, or people that are kind of getting their feet under them. Is your ability not just to have and execute a good idea, but to walk somebody through why it makes sense. And you're not being like preachy, you're not shoving it down their throat, you're not being a pouty designer, but you're actually like, they're like, oh no, I see it now. I understand. Yeah. Um, and 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 one thing I've done to assuming that I do this well, one thing that helps me in those conversations, when it is time, like you're up to bat. It's like, all right, now's your chance to convince them of something. Uh, or at least open up their eyes to it is, is kind of literally just saying you like Graves into gardens album cover because it is different because it's thought provoking because it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. And anything you do beyond that is, is microwaving you're reheating leftovers and it's just not going to taste as good the next day. And the way that you get there is by like, figure out what we're trying to say and then, like, what are some weird ingredients that we like that support that idea? And so mm. rather than saying, like, we need it, we want to do, you know, uh, the, the the stereo, the, the, what has becoming the new stereotypical, like, worship album cover, like, the, the top light, everybody's in a circle, got really, like, minimal stuff and earth tones. Um, rather than just, like, taking the end product and saying, like, we want to go there, like, what emotions does that convey for you and why? And like, does your space fit that? And so, like, t- working from where you want to go and the ingredients that are available that are interesting. Like, I think that that'll uh, get everybody away from you know just kind of going with preferences and what what the gut read is in the room. Black Market's new beta site. I haven't seen it. I don't know if you guys can see all the the comments down mm-hmm. here, but um. Good. All right, guys, this has been tremendous. I have thoroughly enjoyed these conversations here. Um, I, I'm going to answer, throw in my answer here to the where do you get inspiration from. Uh, and I would say, one, I need to retrain Pinterest. I need to dig a little harder and find things that aren't just other dribble flash sheets of logos because that's what 80% of it is now. Mm, yeah. now like, like We got to get some stuff uh, that feels a little bit spicier. But another thing that I'll do anytime I'm in a rut or feel like I need to really disconnect is I will go to, you know, my like grandfather's in design and go like reread those books or rewatch those, those uh, documentaries. Uh, And that like, again, it's not applicable to a project, but it is like, it it gets you like stirred up in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, and one thing, (laughs) I don't know if you guys ever feel this way, but sometimes I'm reading these like famous designer biographies or like, you know, their big manifesto on like their approach to art and and, and life and all these things. And I just feel like I'm too dumb to like really understand it. I'm like this. <laughs> I'm so lost. I'm so lost. I caught like 10 percent of the gold you had to offer in this book. Yeah. Uh, but I still think that's a good exercise, because even if you're only catching some of it, that's better than no gold. There's right. Nothing, yeah. Um, I digress. Guys, this has been a blast. (laughs) Before we jump off though, I want to, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do the show's namesake. We're going to make a mark. Oh yeah. Um, so everybody get out your, I actually have a piece of paper and a Sharpie today. Uh, I forgot to ask everybody in the chat, like, what is our, what's our, what's our drawing prompt for today? Y'all the first person to respond down here in the chat, we're, we're drawing that thing. Or if you guys have an idea, um, Ashley, do you have something?
1: Uh no. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we you know the topic is talking about social media blowing up. So okay. uh, whatever that visual is something, for you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Exploding, social media, whatever you want it to be. Um, it could you could go really meta with this thing or not. Uh however you want to take it. Ready? We got 60 seconds. Stop it, Siri. Yeah, you got, it's going to be bad. Uh, and draw now? fat. Draw fat because this thing, yeah, you guys can go ahead and start because this thing's going to be uh, in the album art behind the thing. And guys, if you're joining us along in the chats, uh, y'all su- send it in a DM, like take a pic with your phone and send it in a DM to Instagram at makingamarkpod and we'll include your artwork in the episode cover. All right, now I'm going to start drawing. Um, need to shut up and actually do the thing. All right. Hey, podcast guys, how y'all doing today? Is your life nice as we draw on screen? I hope so. Y'all get a lot of extra time today. Oh, gosh. How do these always look worse than I thought they would? (laughs) I don't understand it. Like I, I do not understand. All right. And pencils down. Ashley, you cheater. And let's show one line. (laughs) Everybody show your, your work. I did an explosion. Oh, uh, The chair okay this this might be my favorite uh doodle session so far um because they all have such different stuff in. Yeah. ash you go first
1: so mine's yeah. a dead phone with its grave in a cemetery so he's dead
0: i love it <laughs> i love it Dustin says this is the part I'm most nervous for next week.
2: <laughs> All right, Joe. Should be uh I don't know, this is more like breaking out of the social confines, like getting Ooh, out of wow, you know, All right. getting out of the matrix.
1: Yeah. I think this is the first <laughs> like time that. we've
2: had the the the
0: guest doodle be like a usable tech company logo. Like that was uh <laughs> that's great.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Josh? All right. Mine is a little bit. So in like the product design world, literally everybody's dream is to quit product design and go like make furniture. So this is like <laughs> this is the dream. So it's like I want to go make a mid-century modern chair because that's the dream of the product designer.
0: Oh man. I love that. I drew um a, like a sort of nuclear explosion kind of vibe. It did not quite turn out as well, but I will say this is markedly better than my drawings have been Every other episode, and I was on a mission <laughs> from God this week to not have the worst drawing. At least I'm in the pack this time. It feels like we all we all like did a great job. Um have <laughs> been working on that for like hours before this. Yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> this was this was made before we started. <laughs> I, I spent three and a half hours on this uh bad boy here. But guys, thanks again for uh joining us. That's gonna be a wrap for today. Huge shout out to our guest joined us for today's episode. We'll have links for everybody down in the show notes if you want to check them out. I cannot recommend them highly enough. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please drop a comment on the video. Even if you listen to the podcast, take a second and find us on YouTube and drop a comment because like, YouTube comments are literally my love language these days. I don't know why those mean more than other types of feedback and interactions, but uh, I, I'm just being maybe a little, got my heart on my sleeves. And in light of all of our uh, deep t- conversations about social media. Maybe I should, I should let that one go and blow up this, this whole thing. But who knows, guys? <laughs> That's going to be a wrap for today. Adios. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us live for recordings on YouTube Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you come hang out with us in the live chat. You can follow along on Instagram at makingamarkpod to help us make these episodes That's right, you'll be voting on topics, nominating guests, and tagging us in your work for a chance to have it featured on an episode. Visit makingamarkpod.com for even more info and context. This is home base, but Instagram is probably where the party's at. If you like the show and want more of this, share a link to the episode with a friend. Until next time, adios!